excited to be here tonight. Amen. You may be seated. Thank God for Pastor Joel and Crestmont Alliance Church. Amen. 100 years. Wow. And it's only been five years for us, so y'all can kind of get the picture of why I'm saying wow. <laughs> 100 years, man. Wow. Crestmont Alliance Church. And then I seen the picture where y'all started right there on Plan 12. Wow. And that building, it's an apartment building or something now. And that was a church, amen. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I believe that's on Irwin Street, on the corner of Irwin and Murata. Wow. Praise God. A hundred years, amen, of building the kingdom of God, expanding the kingdom. Okay, wow. Thank God for that, man. Pastor Rich gave us a word. We got to pick up what they like. <laughs> Those are some heavy shoes, brother. <laughs> He said we have to pick up where they left off. Amen. All I, all I can say is pray for us, brother. Pray for us. Hallelujah. I mean, excited to be here tonight. Come on. I'm excited to be here. Amen. Glory to God. I know y'all had a good time in the morning. Amen. So I'm just pray I can add to that. Hallelujah. Thank God for Christ's kingdom coming out. Give yourselves a hand. Clap of praise. Christ's kingdom coming out, amen, to be part of this awesome celebration. Amen. All our guests and visitors, amen. I'm excited about Jesus. I don't know about y'all, I just get excited about Jesus. Amen. The Lord saved. Come on, he saved us. Hallelujah. I'm just excited the Lord chose me, saved me, brought me out of darkness into his marvelous light. Hallelujah. Put his word in my mouth. Come on, filled us with his Holy Spirit. Amen. Gave us a house to come worship in. Hallelujah. I'm just excited about what the Lord is doing in my life. Hallelujah. I'm excited, amen, because the Holy Spirit is working through me. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. God chose to put his spirit in me and work through me to touch others' lives. That's the exciting thing all in itself, Pastor. My life is not my own. Hallelujah. We've been brought with the price, with the precious blood of Jesus. We've been purchased by his blood. Hallelujah. And he's using us to impact others. Wow. We're talking about a young guy, amen, that was, I was born on the hill in that, there in Alacope on 3rd Avenue. <laughs> if you ride through 3rd Avenue now, there's barely any houses standing. It's a few, but you know. Amen. Uh, grew up there, and I went to Valley Terrace as a young boy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And then we moved to Spring Street down there where y'all location was at, Eloquent Impact. Amen. So watch this. I was just a nobody. And then God chose me to do this awesome work that he chose me to do. And I remember when God first came to me, I said, Lord, pick somebody else. Why are you messing, Why are you messing with me, God? I can't do this. I'm nothing. I'm no one. But watch this. When I said yes to God, everything I needed to do God's work was all tied up in that yes. Do we got anybody here that just said yes to God in your own life? Hallelujah. Said, Lord, I surrender to your will. Lord, I'll do what you called me to do. I'll answer. Come on, somebody. The summons. I'll do everything you purposed in my heart to do. Yes, Lord. And when you say yes, amen, God give you all everything else that you need. So I'm thankful for a yes tonight. Hallelujah. Well, y'all got to bear with me, amen. It's my third sermon today, so pray for my strength. 
Hallelujah. And I wish I could be one of those nice preachers that get up here and got, amen, all those great words and how to know how to be real. Come on, somebody. Real particular with my words and stuff. I'm just a Holy Spirit-filled preacher. I sweat. I spit. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. I'm just a Holy Ghost-filled preacher. So I pray y'all ready for some good Holy Ghost-filled fun tonight. Are you ready? I say, are you ready? Somebody shout, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Let me get my water, man, if you don't mind. Thank God for you. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to open our Bibles tonight real fast. I'm not going to be long. Luke 22, verse 31 and 32. Luke 22, verse 31 and 32. Hallelujah. All right. Amen. Y'all there? Now I got New King James Version. I don't know what you use. Okay, is that okay? All right, thank you, man. Thank you, Brother Jim. <laughs> Brother Jim gave me permission, man. <laughs> so if y'all get angry at me, get angry at Brother Jim. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you. This Jesus talking. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen the brethren. Strengthen your brethren. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going, to talk about, we're going to talk about tonight unfailing faith. Come on, unfailing faith. And we know, amen, glory to God, for 100 years of doing church, somewhere along the line, there's some unfailing faith. Come on, hallelujah. There's faith, amen, that persevered through trials, through tribulations. Faith that when others said, why you starting a church, you couldn't do it. Come on, how you been? Come on, where you going to go here? How you going to do this? How you going to do all that God told you to do? Somewhere along the line, there was some faith that didn't worry about the words of men, but continued to focus on God and look to the hills from which cometh our help. There was some faith that kept their eyes on God. And now you're still standing a hundred years later. But come on, that's faith. Amen. Faith causes us to conquer things. Faith causes us to do extraordinary things. Hallelujah. Amen. By our faith, we can leap over right through a troop and leap over a wall. We can do supernatural things through faith. Hallelujah. But I love this, amen, 100 years of kingdom expansion because it let me know there was a solid foundation laid. Come on, in Crestmont Alliance. There was a solid, amen, a foundation well put together that was laid that the church is standing on a hundred years later. Now, we know in that hundred years there were some trials and tribulations. We know there was some gossiping. We know there was some fighting. 
We know there was some, come on, the meetings, they got out of hand sometimes. We know there was all kind of obstacles that took place. Thank God for you. Thank God for you, brother. Hallelujah. Pastor Joe say, not us. Amen. I'm talking about somebody else, man. I'm sorry. But the foundation was laid. And it was solid. I'm reminded, amen, in Ezra 3, verse 10 and 11, it says, When the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, the priests stood in their apparel with trumpets, and the Levites, the sons of Asaph, with cymbals to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, watch this. We know when we build the temple and we build the foundation, amen, there has to be some praise in there to the Lord because he's the one that's worthy. He's the one that caused us to build and do what we're doing. He's the one that gave us the strength. Come on, somebody. So they honor God in the midst of their building, and they praise the Lord. See, I don't know about, I don't like them churches where folks don't want to praise God. I don't like them old choir churches. Folks can't say hallelujah. And if you say hallelujah, they look at you and say, shh. I don't like that kind of church. I like church where folks can shout anywhere, hallelujah. hallelujah. I like church where Pastor Joel getting good in the word. You can say, thank you, Jesus. And no one looks at you and say, shh, be quiet. <laughs> you remember they did the blind Bartimaeus? He cried out the more, come on. Jesus, the son of David. Have mercy on me. And they all said, shh, be quiet. But he was radical. I wish I had some radical people. Hallelujah. Blind Bartimaeus was radical. They told him to be quiet, and he cried out the more. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And I thank God when he cried the more, he got Jesus' attention. The Bible says Jesus stopped and called for him. Hallelujah. Come on, you want to get God's attention, baby. You better learn how to praise God. You better learn how to give him glory. He'll stop what he's doing, and he'll tell you, come on. He'll call for you. But thank God they praised God in the building of the temple. And it said they, they sang responsibly. Hallelujah. I get excited, amen, when I'm with my brother, uh, Pastor Rich, amen, with praise and worship going on. He stirred my spirit up. <laughs> Pastor Rich loved praising God and worshiping, man. He'd get to jumping. He'd clap. He'd get to singing. I couldn't fall in singing because I can't sing, man. But he will serve and praise God no matter who's looking, who he's around. He don't mind giving his God the glory. I thank God for this man. Hallelujah. They sang responsibly, praising and giving thanks to the Lord. They said, for he is good. His mercy endures forever toward Israel, the people of God. His mercy endures forever. Anybody in need of God's mercy? And all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord. Because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. The foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. Hallelujah. So they worship and praise God with a great shout. 
But come on, faith will cause you to accomplish things that you wouldn't normally be able to accomplish. Come on, unfailing faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Come on, faith, amen. With our faith, we can move mountains. Come on, with our faith, we can do extraordinary things. Come on, we believe God. Hallelujah. The Bible declares, amen, all things are possible when we believe him. And I'm encouraging you tonight, Crestmont, all things are possible. Keep believing God. Keep your faith in the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. You will do extraordinary things together. Oh, glory to God. And Satan desires us always when we're doing God's work. He want to hinder the work of the Lord. He want to stop the building project of God. Hallelujah. I'm reminding that same Ezra. Amen. Oh, God, we give you praise. Chapter 4, that they were building and Satan came to stop it. There's always hindrance when we're building. There's always opposition when we're building. But I'm so thankful, amen, there's some, un- come on somebody, faith that don't fail, unfailing faith will cause you to continue to triumph even in the midst of opposition. Oh, we give God praise. Hallelujah. So Ezra 4, I believe I'm in the right place. Help me, Holy Ghost. Y'all praying for me or y'all just looking at me? (laughs) Oh, here we go. Y'all was praying for me. God bless you. Verse 2. They came to Zerubbabel and the heads of the father's houses and said to them, let us build with you. For we seek your God as you do. And we have sacrificed to him since the days of Hezarhaddon, I'm sorry, king of Assyria, who brought us here. But Zerubbabel and Jeshua and the rest of the heads of the fathers, houses of Israel, said to them, you may do nothing with us to build us a house for our God. And that's when they saying, look, you know, we don't need your help. We realize you got some hidden motives. You got a hidden agenda. You come to stop us and hinder us in building. You don't worship God like we do. It's the folk that come in here, man, and they'll say, oh, I love you, Pastor Joe. I worship the same God. Oh, I did this and that. I got a long resume. I can help you do this. But sometimes you got to discern the spirit because they ain't got the right spirit. Oh, they'll come in and try to break down the church. They'll try to separate the church. They'll divide the church. They'll take their little crew with them. Come on, somebody. They'll try to tear the thing up that God is building. Sometimes you got to say, look, no, no thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. If you want to come, sit down and hear the word. Sit down and learn what the Bible says. Come on, grow in your faith. Because, I mean, they'll try to come in. And hinder the work of God. So they said, no, you can't help us. That's why you got to make sure everybody got the right spirit in the house of God. They want to help. Some people bring people to themselves. They'll start having Bible studies at their house and turn against you. Turn them against leadership. Turn them against the flow of the church. Come on, they'll have all this other stuff to say amen and try to separate what God is doing here. We need everybody on the same page what God is doing here. And we got to be able to follow the leader that God set over us. 
Come on, if you're not following leadership, baby, come on. It's a bad spirit. You got to learn to submit and humble yourself and follow the set man. And I'm encouraging y'all tonight. Y'all got a good set man. Oh, he's a friend. Come on, he's a brother. Hallelujah. Thank God for him. Oh, thank God for his family. I thank God I can call him a friend. Amen. Hallelujah. So we all should be pushing him and lifting him. Come on, somebody. We know lifting up Jesus, but watch this. We also pushing and encouraging and building our man of God. Because as he go, we go. Watch this. Thank God. But Moses was out front leading the people of God. God led Moses. Moses led the people out. So come on, God. Paul even said, follow me as I follow Christ. So come on, this man of God following Jesus, we got to continue to follow him. Pray for him and his wife. Pray for the children. Cover them in prayer. Hallelujah. We got to be intercessors and believe that God is able to do great things through this man of God, through the ministry. Oh, glory to God. Because I believe God will do some great things in Aliquippa through Crestmont. But you got to follow the vision that God gives the man of God. Hallelujah. I can see souls coming from everywhere. I like that you talk about that greenhouse, Pastor. You always stir my spirit up. I can see souls coming from everywhere. Come on, hallelujah. Latinos. Come on, blacks. And come on, somebody. All nationalities coming to hear the word of God and receive Jesus. That's the picture of the church. That's the picture of revival. That's the picture of souls coming to the Lord. Hallelujah. But we come on, we got work to do, and I got to get out of here because y'all know I'm a long-winded preacher. So I got to get going, man. I know y'all had church already, man. How long y'all give me? Another 15? All right, now y'all said go ahead. The Lord says, Simon, Simon. The Lord called him, Simon, Simon. Hallelujah. We got to watch when the Lord call our name twice like that. Because, amen, so he's about to say something real serious to get our attention. Simon, Simon. And he also called him, amen. Hallelujah. He didn't call him Peter this time. He went back and said, Simon. Simon, I believe the Lord knew, amen, coming up down the road that he was going to deny him. So he referred to him as Simon, Simon. But I love Jesus, amen. Even though he knew he was about to deny him, amen, and do some wrong things, he still loved him. Hallelujah. He still walked with him. Come on. He still loved him and wanted him to do right by him. Amen. He didn't throw him away. Glory to God. And the Lord knows we're going to do things wrong sometimes. We're going to make mistakes. But he don't throw us away. Come on. He's full of mercy. He's full of grace. Hallelujah. He knew what was coming in Peter's life. But he loved him. Says Simon. Simon. And he said here, Satan hath desired you. Now, I'm going to say this, too. If Satan haven't desired you, you must not be doing nothing for the kingdom. Come on. 
Peter was on fire for the Lord, man. Peter loved Jesus. The same Peter got out the boat and walked on water. The same Peter happened a little later, but they came in the Garden of Gethsemane. He pulled out his sword, come on somebody, and cut a man ear off with Jesus. Peter loved God, baby. But it was also the same Peter that when he got in trouble, he went to cussing. <laughs> but he loved Jesus. <laughs> now, I ain't telling you all to go cuss nobody out and say, I still love Jesus. Don't cuss them out. But come on, he said, Satan have desired you. Hallelujah. Amen. Satan desired him. And he asked for him to sift him as wheat. We know the sifter separates, divides. He wanted to break him down. My God. The enemy always trying to break us down. Trying to get in our mind and break us down. Getting our families and break us down. Getting our marriages. Come on, somebody. He always trying to break us down one by one, inch by inch. He desires to sift us as we. Also, sifting is a dividing. Come on, somebody. So we got to be careful that the enemy don't divide us up. Come on, this is my house of worship. I ain't going to allow the enemy to divide me. Act like I don't belong. Make me feel like I don't fit. Nobody loved me. Come on. Nobody has need of me. My pastor overlooked me. Nobody spoke to me today. No, uh-uh. I'm not going to allow Satan to sift me as weak and divide me up. I'm going to walk with my God. I'm going to walk in the ministry I serve. I'm going to walk and follow my leader. I'm going to serve God. I'm going to desire, allow Satan to desire to separate me. He desires to separate us. He'll get us off to ourselves. Make us feel like we don't belong. Oh, they're doing this and they didn't include me. I don't fit in there anymore. They forgot to mention my name. And I helped out. I served lunch. And they forgot to mention my name. I served breakfast. And they didn't mention my name. I did just as much as everyone else. He called brother so-and-so, but didn't call me. Then we begin to stray away. Satan, as a roaring lion, seek whom he may devour. Hallelujah. We know lions hunt. Amen. They wait and catch the vulnerable. The one that's straying away. The one that's in the back of the, come on, in the back of the crowd. They make sure they get them one-on-one. They devour them. So watch this. We got to learn to stay close. Amen. We got to learn to stay in the midst of the group. We got to learn to stay in the thick of things. Don't allow the enemy to have us to stray away. Come on, watch this. I'm going to be in Bible study. Y'all have Bible study, Pastor? Okay, I'm going to be in Bible study. I'm going to be in the prayer meeting. What else y'all do, man? Everything. I'm going to be in everything. I'm going to go help out impact. I'm going to be involved in everything. Hallelujah. I lost some of y'all when I said everything. 
Y'all say, well, I'll do this and that, but not that. When you wholeheartedly committed to God in ministry, you don't mind serving. I don't mind helping. I don't mind serving. I don't mind doing this or doing that to help the kingdom of God. We rolled through. Hey, man, we was up in um, Pittsburgh, went to the game. Oh, I don't want to talk about the game. We went to the game and we rolled through Pittsburgh. We used to go to the Light of Life Mission. Amen. And serve food and Thanksgiving Day we would serve them. Amen. Me and my wife just got excited. Amen. We start reminiscing. Amen. Told me we want to get back to it. Watch this. Because you don't mind giving up your Thanksgiving to build the kingdom of God when you love the Lord like that. Amen. You go there, amen, early in the morning or the afternoon and feed them dinner, whatever, and then you go back and enjoy the rest of the evening with your family. You don't mind doing things like that when you're part of the king. Because our life don't belong to us. Hallelujah. So Satan have desire to sift him as wheat. But this next part is going to get real good, and I'm going to get ready to get out of here. Because it say, Jesus say, I prayed for you. Thank God the Lord prayed for us. Yes. Satan had desire to shift us as wheat, but we got an intercessor in Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Who's standing in the gap. He's our, come on, advocate. He's the one interceding for us. Hallelujah. And thank God Jesus don't get mad like some of us do. Because I pray for you until you make me mad. Y'all be real, y'all want to be phony, man. Y'all want to be phony tonight. Some of y'all pray real good. Y'all foam at the mouth, y'all speak in tongues. But if somebody make you mad, baby, I ain't praying for them. Y'all better pray for me because I can't pray for them. <laughs> but thank God Jesus ain't like that. No matter what we do, baby, he said, I'm praying for you. I pray for you. He knew Peter was a man about to deny him, but he said, I'll pray for you that your faith fail not, that you won't give up in faith. Hallelujah. Thank God that he wants us, amen, to start this race and finish this thing. He wants us to be full of endurance. Hallelujah. He don't want us to give up, to throw in the towel. He said, I pray that you finish this race. Hallelujah. We have to finish this thing with the Lord. I don't know about y'all, but I got my running shoes on. I'm running for Jesus, says the angel. And I ain't going back. I'm not taking it back. I'm not taking back my confession of faith. Hallelujah. I got my mind made up. I got my heart fixed. I'm in love with Jesus. Hallelujah. I love him more than silver. Love him more than gold. Love me more than diamonds and rubies. My mind is made up to serve the Lord. I'm in a covenant with him. It's like you get married. Hallelujah. And you got to go to death do you part. Come on, somebody. I'm going to walk with Jesus, baby, till he called my number. Oh, see, that's a bold confession of faith. Hey, man, my mind made up, pastor. Why? Because the Lord has been too good. The Lord has brought me too far for me to turn back on him now. Jesus said, I prayed for you. Hallelujah. 
But see, we all must realize that we all got weaknesses. Come on, don't we? Even Superman had kryptonite. We all got weaknesses. Hallelujah. Y'all don't want to admit y'all got weaknesses? Oh, now y'all quiet, church. Y'all were just praising God a little bit ago. Now we talk about witnessing everybody looking down. God bless you, brother. Hallelujah. Me too, brother Steve, elder Steve. We all have weaknesses. Peter had weaknesses. Hallelujah. But thank God we got a high priest who can sympathize with our weaknesses. Hebrews 4.15 says, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Hallelujah. Don't we know we serve a sinless Savior? Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Now let us come boldly to the throne of grace. We can come to God boldly with confidence and prayer. Hallelujah. We can get down on our knees and pray to God no matter what we're going through because he knows. He can sympathize with us. He knows our weaknesses. He knows our struggles. We can bow down and pray to him in confidence because he's a high priest. Hallelujah. So we come both to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. Somebody shout out mercy. Mercy. And find grace to help in the time of need. Come on, shout out grace. Grace. We need mercy and grace in our time of need. Hallelujah. Some of us need it more than others, more often than others, but we all need it. We all have something to categorize as a weakness. But see, many of us like to all portray ourselves to be perfect people. And that's why a lot of people outside the walls don't want to come into the church because they feel like it's a bunch of perfect people inside. People that you can't talk to. People that don't understand. People that can't, come on, that I can't reach. They're too high up. That's why we always got to realize, amen, glory to God, that we're just somebody. Come on, try to tell everybody about Jesus. How how that saying go? We're just nobodies. Try to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. God bless us, Andrea. She know all that good stuff, don't she? Bro, her, you got a good one down helping you out, man. She know everybody and everything. So I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody. Oh, you know it too, sir. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're nobodies, but by the grace of God, we're somebody. Come on. The Lord saved us. So watch this. We can't, if we can't be real, we can't be healed. We got to learn to be real and talk about our weaknesses, things we struggle with. If we can't be real, we can't be healed. And watch this. Others won't come to you to be healed. You have to be real. Come on. Hallelujah. Amen. But ain't this something how God always mess up our plans in life? Our plans. 
Peter was a fisherman going on his merry way. And the Lord Jesus comes and tell him, don't be afraid. I'm going to make you fishers of men. Ain't that somehow the Lord always mess up our plans? We always got a bunch of plans. Oh, I'm just going to go into corporate America. Oh, I'm just going to do this, and I'm going to build this and do that. Amen. The Lord comes around and say, come on, I want you to serve in the ministry full time. We say, but God, I got to do this and that. The Lord said, come on, follow me. <laughs> come on. God always messed up our plans to execute his plans. Peter was an ordinary fisherman, and here comes Jesus. <laughs> so anybody got well, we were ordinary something, but here come the Lord to make us into, come on, hallelujah, extraordinary people of God. We have to see what God is doing in our life. And we have to know that our life is not our own. Proverbs 29 and 18, the message Bible says, if people can't see what God is doing, they will stumble all over themselves. We got to see what God's doing, or we will stumble all over ourselves. Hallelujah. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. Wow. When we attend to what God has revealed to us, the vision God has given us, what God has called us to do, then we are most blessed because we obeyed the voice of God for our lives. Come on, can somebody shout Hallelujah. The adversary will do his best to turn God's divine insight upside down in our lives. He's always fighting against the vision that God gave us. Come on, hallelujah. The vision that God gives you for your life, for your leadership team, for the church. He's always fighting to turn that upside down. That's Satan's mission to steal, kill, and destroy but thank God that he's not unrighteous. God isn't unrighteous. So everything you do for God, God will not forget about what you've done. God is not unrighteous, Hebrews 6 and 10, to forget your work or your labor of love, which you have showed towards his name. And that you minister to the saints and do minister. So God, amen, is not unrighteous, Crestmark. Hallelujah, you, you just showed so much labor of love. Your labor of love is spilling over into the community of Aliquippa. Come on, little children, they love y'all, man. I walk up Linmar, they love y'all. <laughs> the kids, they always talking about y'all. They be looking for y'all. I used to try to talk to them. They be waiting on the camp, man. They be trying to go to camp. They say, never mind, you pastor, we waiting on the bus. <laughs> care what you got to say because your labor of love is not in vain the Lord sees it hallelujah I only got a couple more points man we getting out of here please y'all bear with me y'all told me to go on <laughs> oh not Jim quiet <laughs> all right Jim give me a couple more minutes please when you take care of God's business, come on, God will take care of your business. How many know it? When you do God's work, God will work for you. Come on. Hallelujah. Jesus will do his part when you do your part. David had 
no idea that Samuel was coming to town to anoint a king. Hallelujah. David was busy out there in the field doing his assignment. Shepherd boy, keeping the sheep. And then God, hallelujah, remember his labor of love. Remember his heart. Amen. And then when they had no one else to try to anoint, they sent for David. God, remember his labor of love. There might be some things you're doing right now in the ministry, being faithful, and you think God has forgotten about you, but God has not forgotten about you. Stay faithful. Stay on the battlefield. And then there'll be one day where God has sent Samuel, hallelujah, to give you the old glory to God, the anointing for kingship. But there was one day, and they went and found David, anointed him king, the next king of Israel. Hallelujah. And David was a good leader because he was a good follower. We got to learn to be good followers for us to be good leaders like God wants us to be. Is that all right? He was Saul's armor bearer. He humbled himself under his father, Jesse, and worked with the sheep. He humbled himself under King Saul. He was his musician and armor bearer. Later on became a mighty warrior and captain of his army. When you're serving the Lord, people will see your gifts. Come on, keep serving. People will see your gifts. You mean something to somebody. You are valuable to someone. Hallelujah. Amen. You got to know your value in the ministry. Come on, we got to learn to lift up our hands and say, I'm valuable to Crestmark. I'm valuable to Christ's kingdom. I'm valuable to the kingdom of God. I'm valuable to deliverance. I'm valuable to Wildwood. I know my value that I'm valuable to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. David knew the value of his ministry. He knew he was doing something important for God. Wow. He didn't see his assignment as being unimportant or insignificant. Come on, no matter what you're doing, don't see your assignment unimportant or insignificant. Every worker in the kingdom must see what they're doing as important or they will allow the devil to talk them out of it. If you don't see what you're doing as being important, the enemy will talk you out of it. He will lead you astray. Come on, he'll deceive you. Hallelujah. Esau, Esau's mistake is he didn't clearly see the value of his birthright. And he got talked out of it because he didn't see the value of it. He allowed temporarily fleshly inconvenience to make him give away a permanent spiritual blessing. So come on, we got to know the value of our ministry. We got to know who we are in the kingdom of God. Amen. We got to know we're valuable here in Crestmark. We got to know we're valuable in Alcoba Impact. Come on, we're valuable what we're doing for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean something to God. I mean something to the people of God. I mean something to the community of Alcoba. I mean something to the kingdom. I'm important. Glory to God. My role is important. Glory to God. So, I, so long as I know it's important, I can't, the enemy won't talk me out of it. Amen? He won't talk me out of giving. Won't talk me out of serving. Won't talk me out of singing. Won't talk me out of preaching. Won't talk me out of working with the children. He can't talk me out of it because I know my role is important. Amen? So come, let's stand on our feet. We're going to go home. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.